How many of you can look back and see times and evidence in your life of God's leading, of God's help? And uh, we all can if you're saved. And uh, even I, I saw the evidence of that before I was saved and just the, the leading hand of God even before salvation. Uh, reminds me just if God has been good to us in the past, we can trust his goodness in the future. And that's exactly what that song expresses, the testimony of that song. And uh, many times I, I look at the children of Israel, they forgot the blessings of God in the past. And uh, thus they did not have the faith for the present as they were facing and dealing uh, with issues in the life. So uh, always remember if God's done it once, he can do it twice. If he's been good to you in the past, he can be good to you now in the present. And he's gracious with that. Uh, take your Bibles tonight. Let's go to the book of Proverbs. And, and let me begin tonight, Proverbs chapter 1. Uh, there's um, this little phrase that um, uh, several years ago caught my attention and uh, then began to just look at this uh, in the book of Proverbs and, and just see the multitudes. I, I did not realize, knew it was there extensively, but I did not realize this little phrase was so extensive as it is uh, throughout the book of Proverbs. And I, I want to take uh, uh, tonight, just look at the instruction here on Father's Day, the instruction of a father. And I want to point out this little phrase and uh, look at some instances where this phrase is used and the instruction that follows this particular phrase and uh, so many lessons and, and examples and things that we can learn from in the midst of this. Proverbs chapter 1, would you stand with me as we read together a portion of God's word this evening? We're going to begin in verse number 1, Proverbs chapter 1, beginning at verse number 1. And it reads the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. To know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, and judgment, and equity, to give subtility to the simple, to the young man, knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and will increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain to wise counsels, to understand a proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Then you'll notice just this little statement, my son, my son. And uh, you'll find that little, that little phrase, my son, uh, a multitude of times here in the book of Proverbs. And always following that little phrase, some important instruction from a father. My son, he says, hear the instruction of thy father and forsake not the law. Of thy mother. And so we're going to come and, and just examine just a little bit tonight that, that little phrase and then uh, some illustrations or examples of the instruction that follows that phrase and uh, some very important direction for us here tonight from a father uh, to his son and ultimately from God to us tonight and some principles that involve that little phrase that uh, we want to, to think about and look at this evening. Would you join me? Let's go to the Lord in prayer. And Father, thank you. It's uh, good that you're here tonight and always so good to us and gracious. And even as testimony has, has been given tonight that you are our Heavenly Father. And Lord, uh, even if uh, our earthly father forsake us or our earthly father 
is in heaven with you. We have a heavenly Father that continuously guides and directs and, and Lord, instructs us. And I pray here tonight uh, that you would give us instruction, give us wisdom, knowledge tonight that would lead to a life of blessing. Lord, help us tonight to purpose, to listen, to hear your word and how we need you tonight. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. And you may be seated this evening. And uh, you'll notice here in, in just this uh, particular section that we read, uh, this statement of instruction, for example, in verse number two, uh, the Bible speaks to know wisdom and instruction. Verse three says to receive the instruction of wisdom. And here this uh, father is, is given instruction, giving guidance. And he says in verse number eight, my son, hear the instruction of thy father. And uh, this word instruct is really to teach, to inform. It means to educate, to impart knowledge, uh, to direct or command the instruction or instruction is the act of teaching or informing. I was, I was looking up uh, in, the, in uh, just a, a Bible dictionary, King James Bible dictionary, and it stated along with instruction, I thought this was interesting, the first duty of parents is to instruct their children in the principles of religion and morality. And uh, just on that issue of instruction, giving a Bible definition. Now, it's very evident in reading the book of Proverbs, and I think this is one reason I, I so often use this in devotionals in our home. It's very evident that the father of Proverbs spent a great deal of time giving instruction to his son. Now, uh, Brother Ho, you mentioned your father and, and growing up on a farm and, and on the farm and in the farm life did not talk a lot. And, and that I grew up, I understand exactly uh, what you're expressing. And I'm thankful for the instruction my father gave me really by a lifestyle and not so much by words, but uh, by his actions and by his integrity. And uh, I could always trust his word was his word and meant that. And that was very, very important. Uh, but I believe here the, the problem the writer of Proverbs is a very in tune giving instruction, given guidance unto his son, to his children uh, in particular. And so he's given that instruction, makes it a very important point. I would just say fathers, mothers, parents, very crucial for us to teach the principles of God's word on a regular basis. It's a responsibility as parents that we have. Now, as I look at this, a father cannot give instruction until that father has guidance from the Lord himself. In other words, a father, a parent, must study the word of God, must learn the principles of God's word, must put those principles into application in his own life, and then with that blessing or with that background to teach those principles unto the children, to teach what God has taught to them. And God wants to teach fathers his principles so that we in turn can teach those principles to our family, to our children. Now, this would be for spiritual fathers, uh, very important in your growth in the Lord, uh, that you come to the place spiritually, uh, that you can take the principles that you have been taught and you can give those principles to new Christians. And uh, we could say a father in the faith in that sense, that you grow to that point, you can teach others and guide them, and they in turn can teach others. This is a principle God said to Timothy. He says, Thou therefore, uh, O man of God, uh, Timothy, you're to take those things that you've learned of me, and you to, are to instill them in the lives of others. Now again, there are many instructions set forth by this father or the father of Proverbs, 
And he's expressing with this the importance of listening, the importance of offering uh, God and putting God first place in our life and the blessing of good friends. This father giving so many instructions to his son, the importance of keeping your heart pure and on and on it goes. Uh, The instruction the father gives. He teaches about the diligence of hard work and uh, the blessing of that diligence and the blessing of that hard work. And that father had a great responsibility as he taught his son. Here's what I want to focus on tonight and make some applications. Of course, as parents, we have an obligation. We have a responsibility. We have a calling to our families. But I believe as young people, as adults, all of us have a responsibility to listen to instruction, to heed instruction. A father has that responsibility, but a son or a child or a child of God has the responsibility to listen and then to make application of those things that God gives to us. Now, I have used this as an illustration so many times. As a father, I can only guide my children to the extent that they give me their hearts. As a pastor, I can only guide uh, in uh, directing a church to the extent that I have the hearts. I can only lead young people to the point they will allow themselves to be led. And do you realize tonight that God can only take you as far as you're willing to be led? You can only grow to the point that you're willing to grow. You can grow to the point that you're willing to listen, to the point that you're willing to apply, to the, willing, to the point you are willing to put into application those teachings that God gives to you. Now, you notice Proverbs 1, verse number 8, this son, instruction of, of thy father, and forsake not the law of thy mother. See, the way a young person responds to their father's instruction, uh, the way they listen, or the way they listen to a spiritual leader, will often be the way they listen to God. And see, God wants to teach us. God wants to instruct us. Uh, But we can only, again, be instructed to the level that we are willing to be instructed. Now, in the first seven chapters of Proverbs, there are 15 references to my son. Fifteen times this father says, my son. Uh, Several others state something like, hear ye children, the instruction of a father. Those are in addition Uh, Later, after Proverbs chapter 7, there are eight more instances or references of my son. And every time you see this statement, my son, there follows instruction. And we are responsible to heed that instruction or that guidance. Uh, This father is instructing his son on a very personal level. This is where God is with us. God gets down into the nitty-gritty of our life, into the minute details of our life. God wants into every closet and every cabinet of our life. He wants to instruct and guide in our lives in such a way that our lives can be blessed. Now, I want to tonight just take some of these My Son references and look at the instruction that follows some very important guidelines. Look in Proverbs 1, verse number 8. And this is a plea from a father to be heard. It's God's plea likewise to us. 
My son, hear the instruction of thy father. Uh, a plea to be heard. Uh, Proverbs 1 verse 5, a wise man will hear and increase in learning. Uh, parents, you ever give instruction to your children and you realize a few minutes later they heard nothing about that? Mrs. Montoya, you ever give instruction and five minutes later he heard not a single word that you instructed him in? You know what it's like, don't you? And uh, didn't listen. And, and uh, my, my dad used to tell about, uh, I have two twin uh, they're second cousins and uh, identical twins. Uh, they um, helped one summer on the farm with my dad. And my dad said, I, I learned really very quickly never to give directions to the two of them when they were together. Uh, because Eldon thought Weldon was listening and Weldon thought Eldon was listening and neither one were listening. And so they would go down the road as if they heard my dad and five minutes later they would come back and say, Uncle Bobby Penn, that's what they called him, Uncle Bobby, uh, what, uh, what did you tell us to do? And they had no idea the instruction. They did not listen to that instruction. I want to, to encourage young people, listen to your parents. You listen not only to what they say, but look for the meaning behind what they say. Uh, look for what they're expecting from you behind the scenes, even beyond uh, their words. And likewise, from the Lord. Uh, there's nothing more frustrating than for a leader uh, to seek to give direction and then that direction not to be heeded, that direction to be rejected. And again, I can say as a pastor, I can only lead as far as I have the heart. I can tell these are the principles of God. These, uh, this is what God's word says. This is the way to God's blessing. I can say over and over to, to gain the blessing of God, need to be faithful in the word of God. And to gain the blessing of God, need to be in church when the doors are opened. And to gain the blessing of God, need to, to walk with the Lord and be obedient to the Lord. I can say all of that, but my direction or instruction goes only as far as somebody is willing to put it into application. And so this father is pleading, my son, hear the instruction of thy father. He wants us to be like a sponge. He wants us to be teachable. And he's pleading with us to heed and to listen to his direction. Now, as this father is giving direction, we skip down to verse number 10. And again, you hear this, my son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. And then in this context, verse 15 my son, walk not thou in the way with them, refrain thy foot from their path. Uh, this father is expressing to succeed, one has to learn to stand alone. Uh, you have to learn to say no. Now this was back in the old days where we had uh, those phones that uh, you could record some things and in recording some things um, you could play it back and we used to have a lot of fun in our house. Uh, we would all get together and, and we would practice saying no. And you need to learn young people to say no. You need to learn to reject. That's a good thing to learn to say at the right time. You never tell your parents no, but you need to tell friends no, and you need to learn to take a stand. And to succeed, you've got to learn to reject the crowd. You've got to learn to go against the grain as we handed out to our men today. You've got to learn to take a stand at times that's going to be contrary to what the world is doing. Uh, you've got to learn to be the thermostat to set the temperature and not the thermometer to read the temperature. You've got to learn to be your own person. And every person is going to face temptations 
that are going to come from wrong friends or wrong direction. Uh, Even to this day as a pastor, uh, there's peer pressure in the ministry. I've learned a long time ago, I can't do what another pastor wants me to do. I have to be my own person. I have to walk my own route. I can't go the direction everybody else wants to go. I I look back in, in my own life, I think back to the many temptations that came from France. Uh, How many of you had friends that talked negatively of teachers or leaders or parents? You have to learn to take a stand. Uh, Do you ever have friends that uh, tried to get you to to listen to a dirty joke? You've got to learn to take a stand. Uh, How about to disobey authority? We've all been there. We've had friends that tried to get us to rebel or to disobey. Uh, all of us have faced, uh, you're, at some point you're going to face somebody that's going to try to get you to smoke that first cigarette or take that first drink of alcohol. You're going to have somebody that's going to rise up and uh, tell you it's cool or uh, tell you that uh, you're just a holy roller for not doing that and they're going to mock you. Uh, they'll try to get you to cheat or to steal or to have a bad attitude. Uh, They'll try to get you to go behind your parents' back and to be secretive. And that's what the Father is warning about. But you know, as a a Christian, it's the same thing. Uh, We'll have, uh, even in church, people that will try to get us to do contrary to the Lord. And the Father is pleading with His Son to reject the path of the wicked and any path that would lead from God and from His words. So my Son... He says, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. That's good advice. That's good instruction. You go to Proverbs chapter 2. Proverbs chapter 2. We read here, my son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thine ear to wisdom, apply thine heart to understanding, yea, If thou criest after knowledge, liftest up thy voice for understanding. If thou seekest her as silver, searchest for her as for hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. In other words, this father says, my son, if you'll purpose to receive my words and to hide my words in your heart, he says, then you'll understand, verse 5, the fear of the Lord. You'll understand that wisdom that comes from God's will. And that wisdom will keep you, read on in verse number 12, uh, that wisdom will keep you from the wrong friends. And that wisdom will keep you from the wrong relationship with the opposite sex. And what you'll find, and this is so important, this father is expressing, and these are two principles that have led so many multitudes astray from the Lord. Wrong friends and a wrong relationship with the opposite sex. And he says, son, if you'll listen to me, God will give you wisdom in your life that will protect you in those areas. We go to Proverbs 3 and verse number 1. He says, my son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. In other words, if you from your heart will set out to follow and obey God's principles, you'll set forth by these principles set forth by a father. He says in verse 2, length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Did you realize that follows what God said in Ephesians chapter 6? Honor thy father. First commandment with promise 
that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long upon the face of the earth. There's a promise that comes from obedience. There's a promise that comes from honoring your authority. Uh, there's a promise, and this father knows that. He understands that. He said, my son, forget not my law for length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Uh, again, I, I think one of the greatest blessings I gained and learned from my own father was his respect for his father, for my grandfather. I, I witnessed that love and that respect and that honor that was given unto his father. And he revealed that and expressed that and showed that over and over in his life. And so in Proverbs 4, verse number 10, you'll see that principle. Proverbs 4, verse 10. Hear, O my son, and receive my saying, and the years of thy life shall be many. God blesses, God honors, reverence, respect. Uh, God blesses that with a long life. Go back to Proverbs 3. Here's another important, important principle. Verse 11. It says, My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth, even as a father, the son in whom he delighteth. Brother Carr, I was blessed to hear your testimony because I knew I was going to be giving this point tonight. It's exactly what you were expressing. Though you did not have an earthly father as such, you had a heavenly father. Your heavenly father loves you enough to discipline you. See, God corrects, God disciplines his children. Uh, he does not let us get by with sin. God loves us too much to allow us to go our own path. It's one of the evidences of salvation. If you're saved tonight, you can't get away from God and get by with it. God will spank you. I believe in eternal security. And I've had people express to me, well, preacher, doesn't that mean that if you're saved, you can go out and live and do whatever you want to do? Well, first of all, if you're saved, you're not going to want to go out and do whatever you do. Secondly, if you're saved and you do go out and do whatever you want to do, God's going to spank you. And God's going to draw you back to himself. That's an evidence or a token of his love. God corrects, God disciplines his children. Now, we can respond to that discipline. We can get bitter. And in that bitterness, uh, those who do so are destroyed. Uh, we can rebel against that discipline. And I taught this, and Andrew doesn't remember this, I don't think, but we taught this to all of our kids. And I remember one time when Andrew was a little boy, I hope you don't mind me telling this, but he got in trouble. And in getting in trouble, there was some discipline with that and here is Andrew Woo! and he's throwing a big fit and he's rebelling against the discipline and he learned really quickly when you rebel against the discipline it just gets a little bit more difficult okay a little bit harder until you respond and heed the discipline from God and so God wants us to respond positively to the discipline I think the Lord, and I think this is one reason God used King David. Is David was not a perfect man by any means. David faltered and failed. 
But one thing is very evident. David responded to the discipline that God gave to him. And in responding to that discipline, he did not get bitter. He got better. He yielded. And this is a principle. This father is saying, my son, don't despise God's chastening. Just as I discipline you, God will discipline you. And you respond to that, God will bless in your life. God in his love. Allow that discipline to mold you to the character and image of Jesus Christ. Proverbs 3, verse 21. He says, My son, let not them depart from thine eyes. And then he speaks, keep sound wisdom and discretion. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Wisdom, discretion, wisdom, seeing from God's perspective, knowing what God would have you to do in any any given circumstance. Discretion then acting accordingly, acting according to that wisdom, that knowledge, that direction that God gives. In Proverbs 3, verse number 22, he says, So shall there be life to thy soul, grace to thy neck. Then thou shalt walk in thy way safely, and thy foot shall not stumble. When thou liest down, thou shalt not be afraid. Yea, thou shalt lie down, and thy sleep shall be sweet. Just simply, if you will walk in accordance with God's word, there is the blessing, there's the peace that comes from it. You do not have the shame and the guilt of having gone contrary to the word of God. Uh, when others around you fall, you'll be able to stand because you've built your life according to God's word and his principles. Uh, you skip forward to Proverbs 4 and verse number 20. He says, my son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear to my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. Again, when you take wisdom and discretion and live your life accordingly and hide God's word in your heart, you'll have that blessing of walking with God. Now beginning in Proverbs 5. In Proverbs 5, 6, and 7, uh, we have a, a section uh, where this father is protecting his son from the strange woman. And notice in Proverbs 5, verse 1, he says, My son, attend to my wisdom, and bow down thine ear to my understanding, that thou mayest regard discretion, and that thy lips may keep knowledge. For the lips of a strange woman drop as an honeycomb, Her mouth is smoother than oil, but her end is bitter as wormwood. Sharp as a two-edged sword, her feet go down to death. Her steps take hold on hell. So a father is, is teaching, my son, listen to my wisdom. And then the application is the wrong relationship with the opposite sex. In Proverbs 6, verse number 20. My son, keep thy father's commandment. Forsake not the law of thy mother. Bind them continually upon thine heart and tie them about thy neck. When thou goest, it shall lead thee. When thou sleepest, it shall keep thee. When thou wakest, it shall talk with thee. For the commandment is a lamp and the law is a light and reproofs of instruction, the way of life to keep thee from the evil woman. (coughs) From the flattery of the tongue of a strange woman. Lust not after her beauty in thine heart. Neither let her take thee with her eyelids, for by means of a whorish woman a man is brought to a piece of bread. The adulteress will hunt for the precious life. Proverbs 7, verse number 1. My son, keep my words. 
and lay up my commandments with thee. Keep my commandments and live. And my law is the apple of thine eye. Bind them upon thy fingers. Write them upon the table of thine heart. And then we have in verse number six, beginning this section of the simple young man that went the way of the evil woman and uh, gave his heart and in the end uh, was brought to a piece of bread and lost so much in testimony and on it would go uh, as he did not take heed to the words of this father, my son, teaching the principles that would protect in life. Now, there are multitudes of others that we could look at here. But what I want to do is skip to one of the latter ones, Proverbs 23. And I think this sums it all up. This father, my son, over and over, giving instruction. He begins with my son, the instruction of thy father. And then my son, multitudes of times, giving this instruction. And then we come to Proverbs 23 and verse number 26. And notice this plea, and this kind of wraps it up. This is kind of the sum of all this father is expressing. He says, my son, give me thine heart. And let my eyes observe, or let thy eyes observe my ways. More and more, I realize that the heart is the key. I think this key verse, Proverbs 4, 23, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. As goes the heart, so goes the life. The longer I'm at this, the more that I see this, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. When you love the Lord, one that loves God will love the Bible. God does not have to be begged to read the Bible. He loves the Lord automatically. His heart is drawn to the Word of God. One that loves God will not be begged to have to be in church. He loves church. One that loves God will love souls. There are so many principles when our heart is given to our parents and our heart is given to our God uh, the, cho uh, the choices, the decisions of our lives will be made. See, giving your heart to your parents will solve a lot of your problems. Do you realize that? You give your heart, young people, to your parents, that's going to solve a lot of issues with your life. Uh, you give your heart to God, and that's going to resolve many issues in your life. You give your heart to God, it's going to determine what kind of entertainment you listen to. The places that you go, the things that you do. You give your heart to God, it will change the music that you are involved in. You give your heart to God, it will change the priorities of your life. See, you give your heart to God, and it's no problem to heed the instruction of problem to come to church and listen to the preacher and gain instruction from the preacher. Your heart goes for God, and you're here to learn and to grow. So as we look at this, my son, give me your heart. That's what the father expresses. This father is saying, son, if you give me your heart, then you're going to listen to me. And young people, you give your heart to your parents, and it's no problem for you to listen to your parents because you realize they are in the position of God in your life, giving instruction to you. 
give your heart to your parents. Give your heart to God. Uh, to do so, you will obey. You give your heart to your parents. You give your heart to God. You will trust. You give your heart to your parents. You give your heart to your God. And you will reject the temptations of life that come your way. The instructions of a father. Uh, several that we skipped over tonight. Uh, many blessings. I want to encourage you to look up these my son's statements and every time look at the instruction that follows my son. And those are very crucial, very important instructions for your life. I want us to bow our heads tonight.